I have to say the first point of action is prayer. Making a career transition is a huge step, but if we bathe that decision in prayer from the beginning, God will show up. He'll intervene, and He'll give us the courage and the confidence we need to start the process and finish it. Welcome to the Faith Inspired Podcast by Faith and Gather. I'm your host, Erica Dvorak. Join me and the Faith and Gather community as we become faith-inspired to tackle the messy and embrace the beautiful areas of life. We're going to meet you right where you're at, right when you need it, by helping you live a less stressed, more joy-filled life lived by bold faith and walking in obedience. You have a God-sized calling, but you don't have to choose between your sanity or juggling it all. We'll keep you one step ahead, armed with knowledge to fight your everyday battles and live a life faith-inspired. Because faith is not just a belief. It's a lifestyle. Come on, let's get it. Is God stirring you to make a career change? Is He prompting you to take a leap of faith that feels downright terrifying? I've been there, and so is my guest, Peggy Bodie. You may remember Peggy from episode 26, How to Negotiate a Salary Raise or Benefits. Her insight was so good that I had to have her back to share her story of transitioning from a corporate leader to running her own business as a full-time writer. Peggy knows what it's like to face the unknown future, but for some unexplainable reason, you know deep down to your core that if you don't jump, you'll miss out on a remarkable experience. If you've just started to have these stirring feelings or have been on the fence for a while, this episode will give you, as Peggy says, recycled strength and practical tips to consider when deciding to say goodbye to the known and yes to the miraculous journey ahead. So settle in as we talk about the vital head and heart steps to take to help you make a successful career transition. Peggy, it is so wonderful to have you back on the Faith Inspired Podcast. Hi, Erica. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. I am so, so excited. Last time you were here, we discussed negotiating a salary, a raise, or benefits, and honestly, that episode was one of the most listened to episodes of the podcast history for Faith Inspired Podcast. Really, seriously, I had so much good feedback, so that is why I had to have you on again, of course, and if the listeners haven't listened to that episode, please go back and check out episode 26 with Peggy because it is... It's a good one. It's a goodie for sure. It helped me and it helped a lot of other women that have told me. So thank you, Peggy. Appreciate your knowledge. (laughs) Yep. But today we are chatting about the steps to take for a successful career transition. And you and me have both had career transitions, specifically working for corporations and transitioning to entrepreneurship. What you and I have both done, which I call a giant leap of faith, can be exhilarating for some and then terrifying for others. And honestly, I don't know about you, Peggy, but um, it was and is a little bit of both for me. (laughs) A little bit of exhilarating and terrifying at the same time. (laughs) I don't know if that ever goes away, but we'll see. Yet really, that is the thing about God. You know, he calls us to act in, as Pastor Mike Todd would say, crazy faith, to do some like unbelievable things for the kingdom. So I want to know, what kind of crazy faith did God call you to? So can you provide a quick synopsis of your career transition and where God has led you to now? 
I would love to. So eight years ago, I was a senior vice president of supply chain for an international company. And after working in corporate leadership for 25 years, I resigned and transitioned into becoming a freelance writer, which was a very big change. I also run a foundation. It's my ministry, and I offer Christian women free leadership and career coaching. So that's my way of giving back. So yes, a very big transition, and you described it perfectly. It still has moments where it takes my breath away. (laughs) Seriously, it's like every day you have the ups and you have the downs, and that could happen within a moment. So, (laughs) Yes. For sure. So we are in a fast-paced world and like immediate results. At least I do. I am just one of those like... If I go to the internet, if it stalls for like three seconds, I'm like onto something else or I refresh the page because I just want, I want the answer. I want immediate results. I want things to happen. However, with a career transition, it can take a lot of time to figure some things out or like what your next step is and where God is leading you. So if someone is feeling the prompting to make a transition, so they're feeling something in their heart that just, you know, doesn't feel right or really like there's there's got to be something more or there's there's a next step for me to take, but they aren't clear on what that is, what should be their first point of action? I have to say the first point of action is prayer. Making a career transition is a huge step, but if we bathe that decision in prayer from the beginning, God will show up. He'll intervene, and He'll give us the courage and the confidence we need to start the process and finish it. So for me, one thing I did that came in really handy was I kept a prayer journal, which I strongly recommend, because a journal can help us see patterns where God has affirmed our career transition, where He's opened doors, where He's closed doors. And it's just really powerful to see our prayers on the page and then see those prayers get answered a few pages over. We serve a God of clarity, and when we invite Him into our career transition, He will show up. So prayer is definitely the first and most important step. I 100% agree. That's really how I tell people the same thing. And that for me, when I made the leap from my corporate job, that's really what I went back to to affirm that it was the right decision. So I went back, I had been journaling for about probably about six months or so using a specific devotional. And unbeknownst to me, I would look back at it and it was just clear. The decision was absolutely 100% clear. And I had no hesitancy towards it because I could go back, as you said, and look to see where like God was actually guiding me. So I 100% agree having that prayer time with the Lord and like journaling, writing it down. That's something that I'm not always great at, but I will say like I always, if I buy like a devotional for a woman, I buy a journal with it because (laughs) it is like you need, you need both. You can't just do the reading. You have to write it down. So helpful. Once God reveals to you the new path, there is still work to be done on your part. So we were just talking about this before the recording, like it, faith takes action. You know, he will give you the divine guidance, but often he does that after you've gathered the data and laid it all out to see. You know, he is in the details, uh, yet you must research and plan the dream to make it reality. So what question should you ask yourself or like what research should you do to conduct and help bring the idea to fruition? 
So you you are exactly right, Erica. After praying, the next step is to plan. I mean, we have to crunch the numbers. We have to do the research, ask and answer the hard questions. So one of the first questions that we need to answer is, how much does the new career pay? So along with that, is it comparable to what you make now? Is there a budget you need to plan for? Maybe there's going to be a gap between the pay in your new career and your existing career. So for example, I went from executive leadership to freelance writing. So (laughs) the decrease in pay was pretty significant. And I had to look at my budget and assess it against a writer's salary to make sure that it was doable. Um, The next question has to do with money too. How much money do you need to save for the transition? So that will depend on how soon you want to start your new career after leaving your current job and how long it'll take for you to start generating income. Another important question is what contacts do you already have in your network who can help you? So look at the connections you have and ask yourself, are there people that I'm connected to who are already doing the career that I want to move into? Develop a list of questions for them. You know, at minimum, you want to find out the pros and cons because what you really want to assess is, is your idea of a new career realistic? Does your idea of that career match the reality? Another question to ask is, is a relevant degree important? And that's going to vary by industry and by profession. And that leads me to another question. What professional organizations can you join that can help you learn and understand more about your new career? So professional organizations are great resources because they offer things like salary studies, degree requirements. A lot of them have free mentoring programs. It's a great place for you to connect with people in the field that you want to work in. As you know, if you're switching from (laughs) working as an employee to entrepreneurship, there are a whole host of questions that you have to ask um, in addition to the ones that I just mentioned. How are you going to handle taxes? What about your health insurance? How are you going to invoice your clients and receive payment? So if you're going into business for yourself, you're going to have to create a business plan, which will help you answer all of those types of questions. I think some people just think if you're making the leap, you just leap without, leap without anything. You know, you just, you, you just make the decision and you go for it. God's guiding you. It's going to be all good. But those are a lot of questions to ask yourself. That's a lot of upfront work to work on. And, you know, sometimes we'll just say it. Sometimes God does call you to just quit and he'll figure out some of the details. But most of the time you need that plan that you were talking about. And um, so it takes a lot of work on that that front end of things. Um, Really, one thing that I was hearing you say is networking, like know your contacts and network and get those answers, get those connections, get a path going with those people. And um, they can start spreading the word that you're looking for a new opportunity or you're looking to make a jump. And just naturally, I think people will start being attracted to that and will be sent to you. That's just a way for the Lord to open up more doors by, you know, you using just that word of mouth that, hey, I'm looking and here's what I want to know. Also, I really liked how you said the pros and cons because I think, especially if you jump into entrepreneurship, like the grass is always greener effect. And as we know, 
It is not. <laughs> it is beautiful <laughs> in so, so many ways. And I am so thankful. I thank God for it every day. But man, it is hard. There are a lot of cons to entrepreneurship. And you need to know those when you go into it so you can be aware of that when you hit those roadblocks because it can get difficult. Mm. So, you know, now that you have your data, it's time to make decisions and actually like set those goals. So you've gone through this information, you've made your connections, you know the pros and cons, you've really, you have your budget, you figure all of that out. This is really when the when things get serious, you know, you've, you've done everything and now you're ready to make the jump. But before you make the jump, what decisions do you need to make or consider? And really like, how should you set your goals? Cause you need to have, like you said, a business plan. You need to have a plan of action. How do you set those goals? So this is the step that I call pushing for progress. So as you said, Erica, at this point, you've laid the foundation with prayer and planning and you're ready to move forward with your decisions and your goals. So I see three major decisions based on my experience that you need to make. And the first one is decide if you can work your new career, if you can dabble in that while still working your existing job. So for example, I dabbled in freelance writing for two years before I left corporate. What that did for me is it built confidence, it built my resume, and I got to do those things while enjoying the security of my existing job. So I know from experience, it is very difficult to do, um, but even if someone can do it for six months, it's really worth it. Um, the next decision is when are you gonna resign from your current position and when will you start your new position? So this is when you're going to want to go back to all the research you did, all the planning and budgeting, and that will help you make this decision. And the last decision is really important. It is deciding how you're going to measure if your new career venture is successful or not. So for me, coming from a corporate environment, I had worked 60-hour weeks for a couple decades, and I did not want to do that again. <laughs> so... Work-life balance, trying to achieve that was really important to me. So I tracked the hours worked. You know, how many hours did I work? Of course, I tracked my income to make sure I could consistently generate it. But you also want to think about enjoyment of the job. You know, what is your job satisfaction? So for each person, their measurement of whether or not this career change was successful is going to look different. But I think it's important to decide how you're going to measure that and then to set a time when you're going to look at that and step back and say, how is this going? Because especially when you transition careers, I think it's really easy to just jump in and start doing it. But we need to take you know, a pause and assess, is this going where I want it to go? So those are three of the decisions that I think you need to make as part of the progress phase. And then as far as goals, I am a linear thinker. So I think for me, creating a timeline really helped me establish the goals I needed to make the career transition. And you want to start with the end in mind. So for example, if you want to quit your job in a year, identify that date and then work backwards to create major milestones. And then those milestones, in essence, become your goals. 
And under each goal, you have tasks that you have to complete to achieve the goal. You assign deadlines to the tasks and then post those visually, kind of like a vision board where you can see them every day because this is really a roadmap to your dream, to where you want to be. And then the hard part is to set aside time to work on them, especially if you're doing your other career. This is not easy. It'll look different for every person. Some people can do it every week or every day. Others, it'll be once a month. But the important thing is to block out time on your calendar and consistently show up. And then I think the last thing I would suggest on goals is to do a monthly check-in with someone. You know, have someone who you can be accountable to, partner with somebody so you can talk about your struggles and your progress. I think that really helps. I love how you had said that success would look different for people because for me, that's such a reality. You know, it it's going to take a while, depending on what your product is or depending on what your service, but I think for writing too, it would take a while for us to reach our corporate income. You know, we were both making good incomes and it, it'll take a while. But for me, it was to find more joy and it was to have more flexibility and to, you know, work three days and have two off with my kids. And so success looks different. And what I liked was pausing to recognize that because again, you know, I just had a friend jump into a new position and, you know, the grass is an hour's greener effect, but she does love her new position. But if you don't take the pause to see, you know, what you have with this new life of yours, it's just might have that snowball effect again of like, you know, you're in the trenches, you're working really hard, it feels like a battle again, and you didn't want that. Well, look back and pause and recognize like what has actually been a success with this transition because, you know, work is work. Even if you're working your passion like you and I are doing right now, it's work. You know, we're up early mornings and up late nights and doing things that business owners do. And that's the same thing when you make any transition, whether it's entrepreneurship or not, is you're going to have to put in that work no matter, you know, what that is. So put in the work, you know, doing the research as we discussed, you know, that's going to take more time and effort. It's going to take more time and effort, like as you get closer to make the jump. And then when you make the jump, it's, you're going to have these periods of where you're just kind of doing, you know, these sprints to like get through things and to take a pause and really look at what you've come from is just so, so good. And I have to admit, I don't do that enough because I am very much just like always looking for that next goal, always looking for like the next thing to make it better and to improve. But it's like, no, we have to like reflect and, and find, you know, where, where the good is in all of it and what that success is, what that looks like. And also on the roadmap part. So love that you had listed it out, that you have the visual because so often it's in our head and we think we know what it is, but if it's not really out there and it's not listed, then we often miss the mark and we're left wondering like, why isn't working out? Why am I not achieving X, Y, Z? And it's because we haven't written it down and we don't see it. So we've prayed, we've planned, and we've pushed for progress. And you are now in the thick of the transition and fear has set in because fear will set in. (laughs) Questions and doubts are going to be flying through your mind and the devil is going to be trying to take you off your course. So you're asking things like, did I make a mistake? Did I hear God wrong? 
is it too late to change my mind and go back to the safety net? You know, what was I thinking? I'm totally not qualified to do this. (laughs) (laughs) These are all questions that have gone through my head and I'm assuming have gone through yours as well. How do you trust the process when you can't really trust yourself? I love that question because this is the area that I wish someone would have talked to me about before I made my career transition. So I hope it's helpful for your listeners. The first thing that's most important is to recognize that it's normal. You know, making a career change is a huge leap of faith. As you said, it's a huge upheaval in your life. And it's very normal to have those questions. But the second thing is that um, the enemy wants to trip us up. He wants to keep us small and distract us. And the easiest way for him to do that is to introduce emotions, fear, doubt, you know, all the questions that you mentioned. And that's why I think it's important to follow some practical tips that I can offer that can help you drown out that voice of doubt. So the first one is to go back to that prayer journal. And I did this literally. I took a highlighter (laughs) when when the devil started whispering to me, you know, you're not qualified, you shouldn't have done this, what were you thinking? I took out my prayer journal and I highlighted pages where God had affirmed the career change that I wanted to make, where he had answered prayer, where he had opened doors. I highlighted all of that. I went back to that. The other thing I did is I took out the research and planning because another thing the enemy likes to whisper is you know, you you didn't think this through enough. You didn't plan enough. And whether it's digital or paper, when you look at all your spreadsheets, you look at your budget, you look at your timeline, it's very much a tangible reminder that you didn't make the decision lightly. You did put in the work and that will quiet that voice. Another thing you can do is look at the goals that you created and where you started and how far God has brought you. Because we know God's character. He is not in the habit of leaving things undone or incomplete. Another thing that I think is important is to really take the time to reflect about the process that you've gone through. Um, Something I love about the Hebrew language is the word remember has with it the meaning of looking back to move forward. So if we look back and see how far God has brought us, then it will give us the courage that we need to keep moving forward. And remember, the process started with prayer. So you know God is in it. And I'm here to tell you that the process will work. And that's why it's so important, because even when you can't trust yourself, you can rely on the process because it started with prayer. Trusting God and not trusting yourself, I think, is... That's what I heard loud and clear (laughs) because he's in it. He's in it. As I had talked about before, he, um, in another previous podcast episode, if he gives you the vision, he's going to give you the provision. Like he will make it happen. And I want, that's a nice little transition into, and we hadn't planned this, but this is just so exciting, Peggy. If you could give an update of where you are really right now. So I know you you might not be able to give much news on it, but you made this leap into writing. So you were in your corporate career, made this leap into writing, really had 
you know, you, you, we planned and I'm sure a book was on your, on your strategy, but you probably didn't know exactly when that would happen, but you have just had some really amazing news and something really great happening. So if you could share that with us, just to really give encouragement to the listeners right now, like, you know, you were at say step one, you know, just however many years ago and now where you are now and what God has done. I would love to do that. So I spend the bulk of my time writing textbooks, but obviously my passion is writing about the intersection between faith and work, specifically for women. And I just received a formal offer from Moody Publishers for my first book. So the title of it is Sacred Work, Equipping Christian Women to Lead with Confidence. So I just think it's amazing because... God has used my writing experience in the textbook world to hone my writing skills and to help me understand kind of how traditional publishing works. So he doesn't waste anything. Mm -hmm. He used all of that plus my 25 years of business experience to pour into other women. And that's basically the content of my book is to help other Christian women who work outside the home. So start to finish, it's come to fruition and... All I can say is that trusting God as my mentor and as my guide from the very beginning is what has brought me to where I am today. And I know that if He did that for me, He will do that for every one of your listeners, Erica. Amen. Amen. And the path's not linear. I think that's what we often forget is that the path isn't linear. And you said it's not wasted. So when you went into textbook writing, I'm sure you had this desire to do something a little bit different, but God was preparing you, preparing Mm -hmm. your heart, preparing you with skills and understanding and knowledge, all of that to get you to where you are today, to like be able to be prepared for something so big as a book and, and knowing like how to do that and use it effectively. Because I think if he gives us something big and we're not ready for it, then, I mean, we could we could create a disaster out of it, <laughs> you know, but so if we, he's prepared us and it often takes a lot more time than what we want, it can be something so beautiful. So thank you for sharing that. And a huge congratulations to you. Really thank just you. Um, so well-deserved. You're just, you're a fantastic writer and you just have such great knowledge and just a heart for women. So just really well-deserved. Congratulations. Thank you. So what we've been talking about today really has been part of a guide or a piece that you have written really about, you know, four steps to making a successful transition. And I would love it if our listeners would be able to grab that. And so I'm going to put that in the show notes. So make sure to check out the show notes to grab that guide. But where else remind us because episode 26, we knew where to find you as well, but remind us, where can (laughs) listeners find you to just connect with you to further a conversation or to read some of your writing? I would love it if they would visit my website, peggybody.com. And if they would like some free career or leadership coaching, they can contact me via the website, but they can also find me on LinkedIn. I have a private group there for professional Christian women, and I would love it if they would connect with me and then I could send them an invite to join our community. Fantastic. Fantastic. And I'm a part of the community and it's a wonderful community. Just good encouragement and support for women who are working outside of the home. 
Peggy, thank you so much again for being on twice. My first ever to be on twice on the podcast. You were just, it was just so good and I had to have you back. And so thank you for being on. Congratulations on the book. And I just wish you all the best in these next few months as like the book comes to development and as you just grow closer to where God's leading you. Thank you, Erica. I will keep you posted. Thanks so much. Thank you. Well, are you ready to make a leap of faith? Before you do, work through the steps mentioned by Peggy. God will guide you through each one and make it clear when you can jump with both feet and hit the ground running into a new adventure. I'm so thrilled to see where he takes you. If you love this episode, head to faithinspiredpodcast.com and fill out the sign-up form to unlock a faith-inspired life and be the first to know about newly released episodes. Love and prayers, Erica. Congrats on saying yes to a life filled with joy and Jesus. If you want more, head to faithinspiredpodcast.com for show notes and links to all the resources mentioned in today's episode. Be sure to subscribe or follow on your favorite podcast platform to stay faith-inspired. And remember, faith is not just a belief, it's a lifestyle.